awesome. My clock is ticking. I love this clock. Wowie kazowie. I feel pretty. Yeah. Being yeah. Around something You're on like the clock? That. Yeah. 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 You're on well, the clock. Well, you've got a biological clock. That's rude. <laughs> it, <laughs> that's TikTok. quite rude. We're starting with that. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. So. <laughs> Whoa. Are you my mother? <laughs> and I'm going to head this conversation. <laughs> yeah, Lucas is the expert on... Uh, Lucas, how does it feel to be the expert on women's bodies? Yeah. Not how to please it feels, them. But... Hey, no, hey, no oh, oh, please. Pleasing them? That's a myth. That's, <laughs> that doesn't happen. It feels correct. That's what I'll say. It feels co- the correct. The body feels correct? No, no, no. It feels correct to be oh. the one heading this conversation <laughs> sure, right now. Sure, sure, yes. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But every woman's body feels wrong. That's what, that's what I will say. Everyone, Amen. You know how they're always like, every body is a beach body? No. Nope. Yeah. It's, <laughs> never heard that. It's like something like body positive. Like yeah, every, okay. everybody oh, is a oh, beach no, body I, if you sure. go to the beach. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's actually the opposite where it's um, every body is wrong. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Every beach is a body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite. Everybody is a beach. Everybody yeah. is a beach. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so let's valid. be equal. You're all ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I feel really welcome. You're here. welcome. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Two Nosy Meerkats. Welcome to Two Nosy Meerkats. We Hi. are joined by a fantastic comedian, uh, host of Hound Dog Comedy at a Pine Box Rock Shop. Give a round of applause for Shosh Broadman. Hey. hey! Thanks for having me. Oh my God, we are so excited to have the you The queen of... Stand-up improv Judaism, <laughs> the three forms of comedy, <laughs> and bisexuality, four. Four, yeah. yeah. Those are kind of my big four, yeah. How would you define yourself in this world? <laughs> I mean, honestly, the kind of common denominator underneath all of that is Pine Box Rock Shop yes. in Brooklyn, because that is where I came out to my dad as bi. It's where all Jews come from? It's where, all, it's where I had my bat mitzvah. Exactly. Yeah. It is where I host my stand-up, and it's where I think improv doesn't belong. But I've seen it quite a bit. Oh, I've seen some <laughs> But that doesn't stop that us, doesn't does it? That doesn't stop any improviser. I don't think improv necessarily belongs anywhere. Yeah. No, it, it, it yeah. improv everywhere? Improv nowhere. Improv nowhere, I think. Improv nowhere. But I do love it. Improv yeah. belongs with, you know, six of your friends in Simple Studios going, that was a fun Herald. <laughs> and then nowhere else. <laughs> or if you're looking to uh, gain weird relationships with authority, you go to an improv theater to find teachers to date. Mm. Yes. Do you speak from experience? Absolutely, I do. Uh, m- Thank multiple you, exper- UCB. <laughs> yeah. That's his initials? Um. <laughs> Ulysses. Ulysses. <laughs> Carter. Well, <laughs> well, Broadman now. Oh, Broad. Oh, yeah, we're married. Carter. <laughs> Broadman. Yeah, that's he be- took my name. Oh, uh, good. How feminist! I think that's of him. so hot. Thank you. Yeah, that's a hot thing too. to do. What do you think is hot to you about improv teachers? Um, what isn't hot about them? <laughs> I really have a, a strange dynamic with authority figures, so I mm. like being validated by mm. an authority figure. Mm. Is is that <laughs> is it like a turn on, like an authority figure validating you? Yeah, it's like a praise kink. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Like if somebody's like in a, if someone's like you're so funny, but they're like just in the audience of my show, I'd be like thanks. But if they're like <laughs> my improv teacher and they were like really good job, I'd be like, well, you know, so. Yeah, that must be true. Mm. I went to an improv theater once where I won't say the name of the person, but um, you fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't fuck, but one time we took a walk, and I was like, "Why am I taking a walk with my improv teacher? This is so weird." But he told me that he built 
the theater with two seats like way off to the side that and he built that like for a girl and him to be like we have these like two seats like you and me in this theater and then i don't (laughs) think they ended up um staying together but uh, that's worse than a couple's tattoo (laughs) the difference between a a grand gesture and a creepy thing is how ugly you are (laughs) so (laughs) i'm sure it sounds like that person was ugly (laughs) right no bill will give us yeah no he was (laughs) (laughs) listen listen to each their own Mm. I it, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. When he showed me that, I went, that's weird. You're right. If he had looked like Lydia Tarr, I yes. would have been like, actually groom me right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. Oh, you yeah. want the grand romantic gesture unless an ugly person does it. And then it's <laughs> horrifying. What is, oh, do you guys remember like the biggest gesture you've had from someone trying to get with you, but you didn't want to get oh. with them? Ooh. There's gotta be a lot. Okay, Brad. (laughs) I mean, one guy did show up to my cousin's wedding. Oh wow! Invited? I so (laughs) my immediate family was invited, but my brother couldn't make it, and I'd mentioned to him that my brother couldn't make it, so he like showed up to be like my plus one, Mm. being like, "There's an extra invite." But I'll be your brother. Yeah, I'll be I'll be your fucking brother, baby. (laughs) Yeah, he then had to. This was during college, and then he had to drop out to go to rehab. Shortly thereafter. Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean it for it to be sad. That's a grand <laughs> gesture in itself. Yeah. Going to rehab? Yeah. yeah choosing <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. But you're implying that then it's for me. Isn't it? I'd go to rehab for you. I'd go, I'd go to rehab say, for you. Oh, this is beautiful. Yeah. I wouldn't go to rehab for either of you. Oh. I'm never going to. <laughs> they tried to make me go to rehab. <laughs> but I said. Well, what did I say? No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. What about I, you? Do you remember like? Oh, no one's ever done anything nice for me. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever done anything nice for you. Well, that's not true. Plenty of people have done romantic gestures. I am the simp. I oh, am. Sure. Uh, I yeah. think I do the romantic gestures. I think. Gosh, what's a romantic gesture someone's done for me? Um, one time, um, recently, upon learning I was single, someone tried to neg me into living near them. Did it work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're moving in together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, living near me is such a funny way of describing living with me. <laughs> I thought you but, meant like same neighborhood. No, they no, did mean same, same neighborhood. Oh, okay. Yeah, not but same neighborhood. But then you building. said we're living together. Yeah, I, I'm not really <laughs> with this person now. Okay. Uh, should I? Yeah. yeah. I say go for it. I say Lean go for in. it. You're going to die when I tell you guys off camera who this person oh, was. What's oh. the worst that could happen? Name one thing. Fuck it, burn a bridge. bridge. You know, like on Passover when like you say the plagues. Sure. Blood, dog. That's one of my four things. That's (laughs) that's how I'm feeling right now. Sure. You know, famine, locust, locust, um, killing of the firstborn. firstborn. Mm. And then this guy. Yeah. 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 In retrospect, it's kind of fucked up that we celebrate the fact that all the Christians' firstborns died. They weren't Christians. They were Egyptian. Oh. For me, whoever is not Jewish is Christian, and then there's some people who are Muslim, and then there's other people. I do, I do agree with that. I'm not gonna lie. The default, like to me, there's like Jewish people, Muslim people, and then regular people. And regular is Christian. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. And other religions too, I'm sure, but regular is still Christian. Because they think of themselves as so regular. And like our calendar 
which I think of as a government entity, is based mm. off of a Christian calendar. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's, I'm like, it's, it's become so normalized. Yeah, yeah, if it's regular to have Christmas off and it's not it's regular. It's almost secular to be Christian. Exactly. Almost. Regular. Regular, yeah. regular and secular are actually anagrams. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you're a wordsmith. I actually am a poet. I love this. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cute, cute. Do you have anything off the top of your head you want to spit out? You Ooh. got a poem? Oh my God, there's one thing, but... Uh, I did make a. I did write something really kind of uh, poetic about the oh. word callous earlier today. Ooh. But one of our friends will be mad that I said that on this. <laughs> Wait, callous <laughs> is in the adjective or what you have on your heel? <gasps> That's what made. That's it what makes it poetic. A double, double entendre. entendre. Uh, it was an entendre of sorts. Show oh. spear. <laughs> you know, I like Think making myself what... laugh. <laughs> I like Should that. I, that could also be if I was the third Spears sister. Oh yeah, Jamie Lynn, Brittany, and Shosh. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of you pitching that to them. Like, hey, <laughs> how about I get in on this? Are you guys looking for a third sister that I'll maybe take a is conservatorship? Like, I don't want responsibility. Yeah, I don't care. I'll do anything. I'd do that as well. I would do that. I would go to rehab. I would be a conservator. I would. Be conservatized. Conservator. It's pronounced shosh. <laughs> <laughs> I would be lobotomized. I would. I would yeah. pay for that. Oh, oh my! I, I got. I got posed Susan. a "Would you rather?" It was like a "Would you? Would you uh, take a fifteen percent drop in intelligence for like?" Uh, a 50% increase in happiness. And I was like, I would just take the drop in yeah. intelligence with nothing else. I think I stopped listening after that. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I don't want to be aware of things. But if it, and it, I feel like it automatically comes with a 50% greater it, happiness. Absolutely. You don't, that's implied. You don't the less need I know about the world, that. the happier I am. Absolutely. Ignorance, some say bliss. Bliss. <laughs> that's very original. I thought of that just now. Yeah. That, was you that the poetic poet. thing you wrote? That was the poetic thing I wrote about calluses. <laughs> is that ignorance is bliss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ignorance is callous yeah yeah did did you ever have like a, a realization when you were a kid that sort of like was like the mark of an end of your childhood okay i'm gonna say something upsetting i, <laughs> I want it i like don't it. have childhood memories okay oh okay. i don't yeah uh some may say that is a sign of trauma but i just think i'm uh forgetful maybe Okay. Mm -hmm. Or built different. Or built different. Indeed. That brain built different. That brain built different. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really... I... Mm, what do we say, you know? Okay. What, th that's kind of where my brain is at. I don't think that I have a lot of childhood memories that I... So I can't really recall when they stopped. You know what I mean? Mm. Do you have like a first... Do you have any childhood memory? I have a lot of the like stories that were repeated by my family that I can mm. recount. But it's like... You know how when somebody tells you a story that you like have never been told before and you're like oh my god i remember that yeah, I, yeah. i'm incapable of that okay or i i'm incapable of like surprise i feel like it got really dark and now it feels no very no no, this no is i good. love it this uh, is interesting we we both have severe adhd and we vacillate on tone constantly okay great yeah, yeah, yeah. i love that well i like i'm also incapable of like surprising my parents with a memory that they are like, oh, I don't remember that because I, if it hasn't been said to me a million times, I don't recall. Oh, I'm wow. obsessed with doing that to my family because mm. they'll pretend they don't remember things. I'm like, I remembered this. And they were like, what? That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it, is the thing like only you remember it and your parents and even your sister all don't remember it? Um, no, usually my sister remembers things. Um, 
actually come to think of it, sometimes it's less my family and more like people I went to high school with. Cause I'll be mm. like, I'll, I'll like say some like really crazy fucked up inappropriate thing that happened at LaGuardia. Like, do you remember when this teacher almost like left his wife for a student and everyone's like, that never happened. I'm like, okay, well I'm not crazy and no one put me in a ward. I was there. I remember that. Oh, that's oh wild. My God. And I will say that is, it is a powerful thing to have happen, but it's also very lonely and isolating. Like I almost yeah. wish I had oh, more of awful. your experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, ignorance I've, bliss. <laughs> I've had a similar thing where uh, I told my dad something that had happened a few years prior that was like a point of big contention and he had no memory of it. But he said, I trust your memory and I believe that it did happen though. And I was actually, king. I really appreciated that. Yeah. yeah. Absolute king. It was a rare believe, believe men. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a rare win on his part that okay. I was like, okay, I, this is very validating. Thank wow. you. Yeah. That's really nice. Wish I'd gotten to know him at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God. Oh wait, what Sorry. do you mean? Wait, yeah, explain that. Sorry, yeah. I'm like so manic right now. We can skip over that. No, no, no. I would like to not. Yeah, yeah, wait. What do you want to know about Carl? Uh, Whatever he would have told me in his private time, you know, when <laughs> he and I were together <laughs> making, making memories. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Just sharing a bed. It's such a deep regret of mine that I never got a chance to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you watch? Uh, so random. Did you, did yeah. you do theater as a child? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pivot away. No, we're staying on this. Dude. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for time no, with yeah. someone's dad, my dad lives like. 10 blocks north of here. Okay, brag. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Does he? My dad lives. And yeah. the sentence. Oh. oh, your dad lives. Yeah. 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 Well, no, yeah. My dad lives around here, too. Oh. If you want to set them up. He's hot. Yeah. He's a hot my dude. My dad is hot, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I want to see your dad. I'll show you a picture of my dad. Okay. He's, yeah. hot. He's a hot dude. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What's his address? <laughs> he lives on, <laughs> on the corner of <laughs> I'm going to say that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's only one building on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, minute fourteen. <laughs> yeah, we need we need that um, uh, bleeped out. It's gonna, yeah. be big, it's gonna be a big old bleep. But he's hot. <laughs> Let them visit. So you're trying to do some. Go more. see the hot dad. Go see the hot dad. Yeah, charge entry. No, don't. If you do something well, never do it for free. And being hot is one of them, I believe. Do something well, never do it for free. I gotta learn to do something well so that I can quit my job. Yeah. Yeah. You do stuff well. You do I saw many your things. Thirty well. minute stand up set. Oh yeah. Oh my good. god. Yes. How was that show? It was fun. It was the night that it like flooded though. Oh. So I'm sorry. not as big of a crowd. It's hard to tell when you're doing well when the room can only hit a certain octave of laughter. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I do feel good about it. And I. That's awesome. I remembered every joke I wanted to tell in the order I wanted to tell it. So the muscle That's memory. That's spectacular. And Gabby cackled at something horrific I said so uh, do you remember what it was <laughs> oh w only one of my favorite jokes I've heard like all year <laughs> it was about how um there was like a racist porn show she was watching and okay okay wait hold on it wasn't a racist <laughs> I remember Gabby, I don't watch you googled you no no no, no, no Shosh, be quiet Gabby's talking Gabby tell Shosh's bit from your point of view <laughs> you well I'll say the real bit after but first here's what I heard Shosh googled really racist porn oh, like most racist you could imagine sure. and the more racist it was they the more it? she liked it <laughs> Um, the real bit is that it was an accidentally, it was an, 
It was by accident that she was watching racist porn. And so she went on Pornhub and uploaded a black square. <laughs> and I was the only one in the audience who laughed. I don't know why, like, everyone tensed up at that joke. And I was, like, crying, laughing. There were also a bunch of other things. I think at one point you said something like all bisexuals are fake or something. I was like peeing myself laughing. Everyone was like, Gabby, chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were like dead in front of me, like at the back of the room, but like a straight line and had this cackle that came with these like wide eyes of bewilderment that just, I was like, I'm leaning into this so hard. Uh, for the record, it was not racist porn. But, okay. And I wasn't accidentally it was watching racist porn. porn. <laughs> it was, I was intentionally watching porn. That part wasn't an accident. Mm-hmm. But then the guy in the video... Love is love. <laughs> oh, oh, you didn't mean racist, you meant gay. <laughs> oh, I get those two confused all the time. When I go, I'm kind of 50-50 racist. <laughs> Wait, we're all a little racist with our friends at summer camp, it's right? It's a spectrum. We all yeah. racistly sleep in each other's bed. We all are... You try racism in college, see if it's... Yeah. And then, you know, figure out who's best for you later. And then Biracial when you're, curious. Mm-hmm. And then when all of your formerly racist friends like get married, you're like, wait a minute, were you all joking about your racism? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it was a phase, Mom. You're uh bisexual, right? In the sense that you're biracial. It was a sure. it was a long walk. It was a long I, walk. I was like, okay, I was like, I, I think I know what's happening, yeah, but I was, it like, was a I, long walk. I was like, where am I? I was I like, this it. stone Thank is you. about to fall under my foot. I just thought that you were gonna actually get Lucas to finally come out as Admit bisexual. Is bi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you bi? Hey, this is the this is the platform. I am bi I got lost in the <laughs> I am bisexual, yes. Yay, three sure. bisexuals. Yay. I think Lucas will never be bisexual, and it's a, such a stain on all of our lives. It's, on, it's so annoying to me when people aren't bisexual. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I it's ridiculous. Can I tell you, a friend of mine uh, who is a sex worker, I was telling them how I uh, have a bidet and love using it. And and uh, and I was also talking about like how n- pretty naturally hairless my body is, and they were like, "You would make such a good bottom." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "I'm sorry to disappoint. It's oh it's not happening." I would love to be naturally hairless. Yeah, yeah me too. Are you very hair? Okay, this is a very personal question. Yeah. The butthole. How hairy is it? Okay, that I re- refuse to acknowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you about mine. If that would help, it would make you more comfortable. I think he I, just I, wanted to do that all along. Yeah. This is hey. This you is, can yeah. talk to me about yours. I'm no, gonna you pretend first. mine doesn't exist. <laughs> Wait. I think first we got to go back to the racist porn. I, I, I words right out of my mouth. <laughs> the the long story short of it is in the porn, a man in the video starts referring to his dick using the n word, which is fine because he was a black guy. Yes. But I am a white woman watching mm. someone use the n word. Yes. And then the girl in the video who was white said, yes, I do love that N-word dick. And I mm. didn't know what to do. Yeah. So you uploaded the black screen. <laughs> well, do you separate the art from the artist? <laughs> it's hard. It's a, it's it's a moral so conundrum. <laughs> Imagine that joke uh, on like a dark night at like Pine Box Rock Shop. There's like 10 people in the audience. They're all like blinking. I'm like seeing myself laughing. Half the people are wearing masks. So you like Is can't a dark tell night what they're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was all just the significant others of the performers and Gabby. 
I was like, I want to come see your 30s. No, you're really an nice. 11th wheel? Yeah, <laughs> I was. You know, I just love supporting uh, Brooklyn comedy love. <laughs> Thank you so much. Doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> God damn. That, I love really that bit exist, so much. It's so beautiful. It's the summer of it. Wait, are you going to start fucking comics? People have asked me that. I don't think so because I need something like a lot more toxic than that. Okay, mm. challenge accepted. That is the most toxic that it can get. I'll start naming names first yeah. and last. <laughs> Christian, if you will. Mm. Christian. We've names. got a ranking already set up of, of like of most to least toxic. There's you have so much choice. You know, the interesting thing about comics is like as like openly fucked up as a lot of us are, I think that because we like try at least to like work through our issues on stage at nights, like we're not as fucked up as some people. That's mm. true. I'm looking for people who have never like spoken to anyone about what ails them. And oh, like, yeah. I will be the first one to know about it. Um, that's why I want to fuck. That's <laughs> nice. I guess you're right because with comics, what's toxic is the social dynamic of yes, people finding out about the two plus. Oh of you. yeah, but because like, you're always going for the joke rather than the a uh, uh, healthy boundary of conversation. Right. Yeah. And like people like that's what this. I've is. heard people be like, "Hey, uh, I'm like, I'd love if you did my show, but your ex is on it. Is that okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's I'll a uh, stage is a stage. Yeah, I've done way worse for way less. Like yeah. him." Like, <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know yeah can i can i uh take this opportunity because it was brought up i do have a surprise for you oh yeah for, uh your newly uh single life so i was uh in upstate new york and i was in a, a liquor store and i saw something that caught my eye and i thought that i had to get it this is beaver kill bourbon cream for <laughs> All the beaver you're gonna kill now. <laughs> Get your cream on, girl. Get your. <laughs> it's basically like ba like Bailey's, but in the Catskills. Yeah, yeah. You know Bailey's in the Catskills. You can have this. You can have this bag if you want. Thank you. This is so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with this. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> bourbon cream. Who doesn't need a little bourbon cream every once in a while? I got an extra one for myself. <laughs> that was very sweet. Yeah. Thank you, Lucas. That's, yeah, of course. He told me he had a surprise for me, and I was like, I hope it's nothing intimate. This is perfect. <laughs> All right, do you guys not have, like, intimacy? Oh, no way. We, uh, we're not at that level yet. We'll get there in maybe, like, <laughs> ten years. Like, ten years will be intimate. Do you find that you guys, as individuals, have difficulty seeking intimacy with friends? I am, like, way too open immediately. Mm. And I think I scare people. Toxic Gabby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm such an oversharer. Like, yeah. I, I really think that there's nothing in my life that's, like, really secret that I haven't told to at least one person. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I actually think I'm good at being intimate in general with like friends, with in in romance. I think I'm good in at romance? that. In romance? <laughs> in the romance? Yeah. Well, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. I like I like being very yeah, I like being open and talking about feelings and shit. I do. <coughs> Bless you. My yeah. my get the, get the moods out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I feel like my experience with the two of you is that you're both very open, but yours seems accidental, Gabby, and yours seems intentional, Lucas. Whoa. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, you're so this perceptive. Is, that was a tasty opinion right there. Thank that you. was that had flavor. Thank you. That's yeah. that's very real. And also my stage persona has been described as like 
the girl who like really doesn't want to say all this, but kind of has to. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Through no right. fault of her own yeah. is div- divulging everything. That's exactly yeah. right. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm try- I try to lean into that. Like I think at first, like on stage, I was trying to always like relax my shoulders and have this like very confident stage presence. And now I'm sort of like leaning into how like huddled and uncomfortable I can look sometimes because I think it like works for my energy. Yeah. Um, how do you, how, what is your relationship to like openness and intimacy? Um, I will say that, uh, I was at a college friend's wedding like two weeks ago. And at one point, like later in the night when I was significantly tipsy, if not drunk, uh, my boyfriend was like, you know, you don't have to scream every thought you have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Imagining him saying that is really funny. That's hilarious. Because he's such a like sweet person being like, you know, you don't. You don't have to. Probably terrified of me that I'm going to start like yelling at him. <laughs> but yeah. So I would oh. say I, I, I'll sometimes say a sentence and then be like immediately to myself, why did I just say that? Mm. Um, I wish I could keep things tighter to the chest, but that's only about myself. I can keep somebody else's secret yeah. so well, mm. but I can't keep anything about myself. Do you think yeah. you're drawn to like quiet people or loud people or like a combo? Mm. Uh, definitely loud people. I think quiet people make me nervous. Ooh. Is it, are you afraid of like what's lurking in the backs of their heads? Yes. I assume we're all thinking at the same speed, but they aren't sharing with me what they're thinking, which makes me think it's negative. Uh Ah, oh, I, well, I have a new, new question is, uh, your parents, are they very loud, expressive vocal people? Yeah. Like, (laughs) well, my mom is probably the, the loudest woman I've ever met like sometimes Mm. when it's just me and my dad alone he'll be like you know I forgot we could you could be with another person and not talk like that's (gasps) how much my mom talks she is so uncomfortable with silence like she has four birds two dogs that bark and she plays like opera at all hours on like full blast and she's talking and she's hard of hearing so she's like screaming (laughs) my dad is incredibly funny but he that's his wife. So he like doesn't have a lot of space to talk, Mm. but when he does, it'll kill. Yeah. But he, I would never say he's quiet. He's just like, he doesn't need to insert if there's no space. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like for me, like I also had a similar mom who is very, like very, very chatty, like loves to kind of insert thoughts and often very smart with her thoughts. Do you feel like growing up, it was hard for you sometimes to like not have to like over explain yourself or like, um, you know, fill silences. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and uh, like, just to add to the dynamic, my older brother, <laughs> he is kind of like silent until he's going to launch into a 45 minute explanation of the difference between dark energy and dark matter in <laughs> metaphysics. So like, <laughs> I, I often was just like looking around the room waiting to see who was going to blurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I had to blurt a lot. Yeah. And then my mom is also incredibly uh, judgmental and disapproving. So the like over explaining kind of comes with that territory. Yeah. Yeah, for is your, sure. Is your dad judgmental or is he just a very go with the, go with the flow, easy dude? My dad is the sweetest baby angel and hot you'll ever meet. He I'm is the powerful best Powerful duo. Yeah. Powerful hey, duo of qualities. A little bit of bourbon cream coming yeah. from me to your dad. <laughs> I mean, hey, go. I would love it if he... If he just could spend time with a nice person. <laughs> I just farted out of laughing. 
No, I'm gonna lean this way. Uh, <laughs> it's not smelly. My how farts, do you know? Yeah, because you're the one who made it, dude. <laughs> my farts are not smelly. They're just a little loud. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's like when, like back in 2020, when that people- That was so genuine when you said it. I was, how? Yeah. Do so you remember back in 2020 before we had like access to COVID testing when people would cough and be like, it's not COVID. And it's like, you don't decide. Yeah. That's you with farts. You can taste the COVID? How <laughs> right. do you know? Like Your farts are COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All farts are COVID. All beaches are bodies. <laughs> And all bodies are beaches. Oh, all bodies are beavers. That's gas. I I think mm. I don't have smelly farts. Just why? Ever. Okay. Why do you say that? Because I think. Okay. All right. I'll amend. I think that when my farts are silent, they're deadly. But I think that when they're loud, they don't smell like anything. Oh, so it's like scorpions. If they're big, <laughs> they're... <laughs> I am a scorpion. But if they're tiny, that's the ones you got to watch out. That's that... the ones. Yeah. 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 I think I've got perfect dainty. <laughs> Little farts. Yeah. I kind of refuse to acknowledge this as a concept. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I'm not on board with I this like, at all. There's so much science, but. There's so much science. So, that's all there is. <laughs> there's so, there's so wow. much science in the world. Women so in STEM, huh? <laughs> Women in STEM. There's just so much science. Oh, yeah. The you studies and the it. polls yeah. have shown. You the know, difference so between dark matter and dark energy is uh, take actually it away. quite <laughs> interesting. You, My brother thought that he figured out how to measure the speed at which the universe is expanding based off of like the reflection of dark matter. I can't believe I've even got this Is it this over or the under sentence. the speed limit? <laughs> well, in Jersey, it's over the speed limit. <laughs> so yeah, if that doesn't speak That's volumes, good to know, yeah, it's yeah, good to know, that, yeah. That doesn't speak oh yeah, volumes. you're a Jersey girl. You are. How does that, how that does that incorporate itself into your identity? Are you like, I'm a, are you like proudly Jersey? No. Are you anti-Jersey? Yeah. Why are you anti-Jersey? <laughs> um, You're a Jersey apologist? No, I am, I, I am a, a Jersey antagonist. Ooh. Yeah. Basically, right. my parents lived on the Upper West Side, had my older brother. They could either have like enough money to send two kids to public school in Jersey or one kid to private school in Manhattan. And they decided, ugh, much to my chagrin, to have me. And so to do that, they had to move to Jersey. But they were like tricked by this family, the Zanes. You know what you did. Fucking Zanes. They like The things I could say about the Zanes. The Zanes. There's so oh. many of them. They're all redheaded. It's it's a nightmare. But they like And that's their fault. And that's their fault. That was a choice. Yeah. They, they're naturally blonde. They dye it. <laughs> all of them. All of them. They met them in Fire Island one summer and they were like, You gotta move to this town. It's great. It was the worst town in the world. Uh -huh. What's it called? A tenafly. I've heard of that. I've not Our heard of Tenderfly. Our producer is nodding. Yeah, oh. it's, just, it's terrible people. Do you have right? wait? Do you have a horror story about Tenderfly? Um, I have a friend who grew up there who hated it. Yeah, it's awful. Oh. Like, here's what Tenderfly is known for. Um, if you're a person of color, your parent is a professional athlete or musician. Like, we do not have diversity. It's all Jews. And now there's a, a large Korean population, which is new. But back when I was there, it was just rich Jews like I was on three episodes of my super sweet 16 like that level of rich and my family is not that oh level yeah of I remember rich. hearing about this when you were on my radio show yes yeah. it's really <clears throat> okay wait I'm sorry we have to divert for a second what was the production like of my super sweet 16 Talk about it, it was actually amazing um but really scary looking back now because like they would send us these 
coach buses to get there, right? Well, for, okay, so the, the first one that I went to was Darnell's. They sent us these coach buses. You know Darnell. Yeah, you know <laughs> Smokey Robinson, <laughs> Smokey Robinson's grandson. So oh, like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, so they sent us these coach buses. We all like pre-gamed the buses. Then we brought alcohol onto the buses. Then we get there, and this girl Sydney is holding an apple teeny, and we're like, "How did you get that?" And she's like, "I went up to the bar and I asked." We're all like fifteen or sixteen, so we all get wasted at cocktail hour. Why <laughs> is there a cocktail hour? We go in, and there's a bottle of red, a bottle of white, and a bottle of champagne on every table. I was throwing up over the side of a balcony by the end of the night and I turn around there's a camera in my face and they're like hope your parents don't watch this show they were like trying to get us wasted for drama but like putting children in danger I love ethical TV yeah (laughs) all TV is ethical that makes a lot of sense love is blind recently came under fire for that because Mm -hmm. basically like they would um they would like starve the contestants and not give them food or water. And for every cup of water, they'd make them drink like three cups of alcohol. That's like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette too. They're all like absolutely starved. They get like a charcuterie plate and then they're just in production from like 2 p.m. until 3 a.m. And there's just nonstop alcohol the whole time. So most of the confessions are like blackout drunk. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I knew some, I loved that show. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes for the villains, like the reason like people play the villains is because they'll like offer them more sleep and more food. Whoa. Yeah. What? I've heard that. Yeah. I would do anything. <laughs> See, my, my first thought I was this is so wrong. This is so wrong. But I was like, oh, it's like the Jews that were offered to be cops in the ghetto. <laughs> this is so, I can't believe I said that. That was terrible. <laughs> Wait, how long was the Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it was like a day. <laughs> Gabby earlier said that the Holocaust was a day long. I didn't say that. I you said, said your birthday was the same as the Holocaust, <laughs> said, as if it was a singular day. <laughs> I said it's the same day as the, it's Kristallnacht, the same day the Holocaust started. Uh, said that's one of the other girls who had a sweet 16, Crystal. Crystal, <laughs> yeah, Crystal knocked. She was a cute Polish girl from my hometown. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, she was a sweetie. Um, Absolute Jesus. sweetie. But you were on that show three times. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So the first time was you throwing off off the balcony. Did you also throw up the second and third times? I did not. Yeah. Okay. I was I was much more low key. Pacing also, yourself more on second and third. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, okay, I I I don't want to say her first name, but there's only one of her. Uh, the the you know models gotta go to Mo's yeah yeah so the daughter of the owner of models whose last name is Model I was at her bat mitzvah with the Yankees all of them like Derek Jeter like Era Gabby is so I know Gabby is hard right Gabby now. has a Yankee tramp stamp if that hasn't been discussed on oh this. oh that <laughs> nauseum how are you doing you need you need a cool like that, was, that was my hometown so like Tino Martinez was there Tino Martinez is from Tenafly. I used to go trick or treating at his house every year he was my favorite Yankee of all time how good do you feel right now oh I'm gonna <laughs> yeah have a seizure literally they would give out such big candy bars but he would never come to the door it was always his like nanny which was Aww. really upsetting but I do know where he lived. Him and Paul O'Neill are my all-time favorites. Paul That's O'Neill's the best, man. Yeah. I mean, I know he has some weird politics now. Yeah, but, but at the time. At the time, what can you do? Is this fun so for you, Lucas? No, this is great. Hey, I <laughs> yeah. love baseball talk. Dude, was I Bernie <laughs> Williams there? Uh, Probably, yeah. Oh, my God. Bernie? Probably. I don't yeah, know Bernie Sanders. I don't know who Bernie, Bernie Sanders, the Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> I love the go New York Yankees. I grew up playing shortstop. <laughs> 
There we go. That was much better. See, see yeah. he, wait, one of us is good at impressions, but I can't remember which. <laughs> I truly can't remember which. Uh, it's probably me. We One time we had to do both of us an impression of Dr. Phil getting pegged, and he did a really good impression, and I just went, ow. <laughs> I Honestly, he'd probably say that. Well, uh, ow. <laughs> that is uh, Foghorn Leghorn Obama, is how I would describe... <laughs> Dr. Phil, a la Lucas. That's Dr. Phil. You're right. <laughs> yes. Wow. You're absolutely right. That was beautiful. Can that was do, a great micro Can you do any impressions? Oh, this one did an amazing impression of, was it Morgan Freeman you did on well, this Well, uh, yeah. I did Morgan Freeman, but I don't think that I should. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Oh, but I do. Well, okay, so Lucas and gave so us- And so I said it's okay, so you can't. Well, <laughs> Lucas gave us a bowl of names to pick from. I pick Morgan Freeman, and then he gives me a quote to read to like get into the idea, but it was a Samuel L. Jackson quote. So now I'm conflating the two voices in my head, and I'm like, well, now if it wasn't racist for me to do the voice, now it's extra racist. Now it's super racist. Yeah. yeah. I think the universe is pushing you in a direction. I think the universe is pushing me in a direction. I'm bi, I watch porn, <laughs> I do a great Morgan Freeman. Three strikes, baby. Three establishes a pattern back to improv. Yeah. Oh, shit. Whoa. So, did you do improv or stand-up first? Improv. By, like, four years. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. When did wow. you get into it? Uh, 2015. I was going through a breakup in San Francisco, and our group of friends were the same, so I wanted something that was exclusively mine. So I started taking improv classes, and then... Ooh, here we are. Nice. Yeah. Do you regret that? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no. Isn't that Good. crazy? That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, improv classes are so important. They the really best. are very wonderful to do. And I've made like the best friends of my life from improv. It's just, I always wanted to do stand up, but it's so scary to start. Like, how do you, st I, I do fundamentally believe, sorry if this is controversial, but I do fundamentally believe that people that do improv and then go into stand up are natural stand ups, whereas people that do stand up and then go into improv are horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was because the, you're yeah. not taught that same brainwave. Like, yeah. it seems impossible, whereas you can immediately riff on stage if you have improv background. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I also did improv first, and I wasn't very good at improv, I think because I just wanted to be doing stand-up the yeah. whole time. But it did teach me that thing of, like, thinking on your feet and working with other people, engaging what's happening in a room. Yeah. I have yeah. a question. Well, I... The reason why I'm asking this is because the thing that scared me about both improv and comedy was the idea of being sort of like naked on stage in a way that people could like see the real me mm -hmm. and like I would be afraid of that reaction. And so like improv was scarier for me because it was even more raw and even more unprepared, whereas stand up, I could be a little more prepared with what mm -hmm. I was doing on stage. What is it that scared you about doing either of those? See, I feel the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. I feel like with the thing that led me to improv was I could always be like, that wasn't me, that was a character. Mm. And you fail as a group and you succeed as a group, so it never fell on me. Mm. Whereas at least my, like, and I think this maybe varies based off of what each person's stand-up is like, but my stand-up is like a storytelling autobiographical style of stand-up. So if you don't like what I said, that is just what I think and what I've lived. So you don't like me. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you don't like my improv, like, okay, I guess I don't do a good job playing a cow. <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, you don't. No. I have seen many cows okay, in. Literally, so mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been working on that. I've been growing udders to prepare. <laughs> 
That's so mean. As we've spoken about on the pod, I played the cow in Into the Woods in seventh grade. And you got method. You I, looked you, up cows to like No, it become. wasn't. It wasn't that I looked up cows. Oh, oh, now we're cows. Now we're cows. <laughs> well, I know. I've seen Into the Woods where they pick up the legs. Yeah. yeah. So those are uh, robots or puppets. I oh taking uh, our jobs. Robots <laughs> <laughs> taking our jobs. AI. <laughs> Someone's got to regulate the AI and into the woods. <laughs> I was such a better cow. Cow I was... GPT. <laughs> Oh, I was on go on, go on, go on, go on. Working that stage. <laughs> I've been all for, on all fours working on a stage, but it had nothing to do with cows. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yo, what was that? No, You're no. another artistic medium. I will say, yeah, I wasn't well. involved, but quite a few people did have sex on the UCB East stage, rest in peace. In front of people? Yeah. Not like during a show, but like late night. Uh, oh. When everyone else had left or when some when people, people were, were like there. out at the bar drinking. The good old days. Did you ever do that? Back before you couldn't say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't do that. It wasn't cool. Have you? Did you ever hook up in like a performance space? No. Oh. There's still time. Hey, the night is young. I thought about like renting simple studios to have like one of the rooms to have sex because they're like thirty dollars an hour or something. Like, wouldn't that be funny? It's cheaper than a hotel. Yeah, I mean, I would never do that, but it would be kind of funny if I did that. Okay. <laughs> no, or, or not. No, I would never do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the world's your oyster, dude. Because I feel like the fun of having sex in a public space or like a communal space is like, ooh, what if we get caught? But if you've like rented it and they know not to interrupt you for a duration of yeah. time, it's kind just of, gonna show in your credit history. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's not risky. It's just you're in front of a big old mirror with a ballet bar <laughs> yeah and your feet are gonna be filthy by the that, end of the it floors. the floors wait wait protect- your feet are so in bo- in this instance are you both standing yeah okay also, well, why well, are okay. we taking our shoes off okay what would you okay how naked would you this is a good this is, this a, good is question. a good question how naked would you get in that space i think everything except your shoes everything except your shoes i think, I think you're in right, an yeah. ideal world if i was having like male female sex i would wear a sundress that could be flipped up so i could lean over oh. the bar and then have him unzip yes Ooh, yes. that's a good strategy thank you yeah i feel like you've done this i'm thinking i would like studio. bring like a picnic blanket or something to like put on the floor so you can <laughs> well then you have to do laundry no not a picnic blanket it's got like a, a rubber underside you could just like you could just wash it easily yeah, but that's still washing it easily and washing it are the same thing. Yeah, but not in a washing machine. So, Just, like, rinse it off. so what I've learned is I bring up this idea. You both go, that's crazy. Then both of you come <laughs> up with really elaborate ways that you would do it and have such a wonderful time. Look, Change, I, adapt, overcome. If someone's offering to fuck me, I'm going to do it. But yeah. I, it wasn't my idea. It wasn't my first choice. Yeah, it was crazy you brought that up. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I've, I've, I, you know... It's it's kind of a kink for me to be negged. Yeah. So, you know. Okay, wait. They're a ten, but they rent out a space for you to hook up when, and they uh, they do not bring any sort of preparation to make it comfortable. At Simple Studios. At Simple Studios. I mean, I'd be like, okay, well, this was my this. I had an idea about this on the podcast. So <laughs> I oh, guess well, I'll that's actually romantic, oh, unless yeah. they're ugly. Yeah. <laughs> great callback <laughs> then oh. it's a callback that's that improv mind oh wow do you have any do you have any icks oh my god uh i'm it's really hard for me to not just think about things 
of exes that I have that mm. are specific. So I'm going to try to be more general. Um, I, if somebody like constantly interrupts, mm. Mm. I, I like, I love that. I love that. So uh, what I'd like to talk about <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast with two ADHD fiends, yeah. <laughs> we will start throwing up after <laughs> honestly. And like yeah. really low rise pants. Mm. I don't think anybody looks good in low rise pants. Mm, okay. Like how low rise we talk in. Like if you can like see Off. hip bones, like I'm talking like 2002. Oh, I know they're coming man. back, but I just yeah. think everyone looks mm. bad. You know, th I feel like they've been coming back for like three years, but nobody actually wants them back. So right. they're not back. Well, mm. it's just, it's what it was, which is super, super thin women yeah. that can wear anything are like, yeah, I'll bring this back, but they dictate fashion. So it's kind of hard. Right. It's so <laughs> weird that like that, kind of heroin chic is coming back. It, it really mm. is. When like, I feel like no woman in my life actually, there's like two women in my life that have that body type. And most women in my life look more like me. And it's like, let's find something for our beautiful titties. Right, I'm so, exactly. I'm sorry, but this is perfect for me. This is my fashion. Yeah, this is this is my body you type. Are this is chic. for me. <laughs> I am Kate Moss. You are the ideal male specimen. I Hey, that's what- You I'm, are the ideal female specimen. Thank you. Yeah. That's, I remember uh, during our, roast battle uh, uh Stuart Fullerton was one of the judges and she said and Lucas you are my goal weight <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting that I've been thinking about a lot as a bi woman is that like I constantly as a regular woman just as a pr woman in general feel the need to like to occupy less space and like the societal pressure to be thin and like a waif but like that is not who I'm attracted to at all if, like whenever people are conventionally attractive in that body type, I'm always like, Ugh. yeah, no, thank you. Wait, I kind of agree with that actually. Yeah. Who? I'm, so wait, who are some sort of like people in media you think are really sexy then? Sarah Snook. Oh. Wait, who is? I don't know who this from is. Succession. Is from Succession. Never seen Succession. She's like actively pregnant in this season, and I'm still like, Mamma Mia. Yeah. I would let Shiv, Shiv me, Shiv me, yeah, <laughs> shank me. I'd be upset if she didn't. She's yeah. like so, so hot. And she's just like a full woman. Oh, she's got ass for days. Yes. Like, just Pixar Oh yeah, mom she's hot. Yeah, she's yeah, so yeah. hot. Yeah. But like a Hadid yeah. sister? No, thank you. Uh, yeah. I don't see it. Not yeah, for me. No. But I'm I want I, I feel like that's what I'm supposed to look like. And that's what I strive to look like. But it's not what I view as attractive. It's like almost like the male gaze is toxic <laughs> no. whoa, who said that whoa, where did that come from who, who said what that? the whoa whoa i think yeah. i really like sam morrison's like whole bit on this oh it's about so good how like know it. bellies it just oh, loves yes, bellies of course. Yes. how he's obsessed with bellies and how like he like can't imagine having sex with another skinny person because it's like tibias and fibias clanking <laughs> Like they're maracas or something. Well, have you ever seen one of those like posts, probably TikTok or otherwise, that it's like people that are fuller bodied are like, it's hard for me to know that I, looking like me would be some of my friend's worst nightmares. Yeah. I mm. like, what, sometimes I'm like, am I fucked up? Because if I looked like a girl that I have a crush on sometimes, not actively, but like historically, I would be devastated. Because mm. I would feel like I don't fit in societally anymore. But meanwhile, I'm like, mama mia, eyes gouging out of my head, tongue rolling onto the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? Th yeah. That is, I think that's a very relatable thing where like, y you know your gut instinct, but it also clashes with what you've been taught and what you sort of feel, but you, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's very weird. I don't get it.
How did we talk? How did we get here? It's interesting. If you if you looked at a photo of me when I was like younger, you would think I grew up to be like a six foot like skinny model. I was like so, I was like a rail. Like I was like so thin, and I was taller than everyone. And then everyone got taller than me. And then I got like curves and an ass and stuff. And it's really interesting because I feel like when I was like in high school, if I was upset with someone. I'd be like, well, at least I don't, at least I'm not like fat, you know? Right. And then I kind of became like a little overweight and I was like, now I have to live with this. The fact that I hit myself with so much internalized hatred. Right. I don't think you're, I don't, I don't like that you said you hit yourself. I don't like that. I don't think that you're responsible for that. I'm, I'm not. Because you're also a child. I know that, and I know that that stuff was, like, fed to me by, like, honestly, my mother and, like, media and everything. But I also feel like I, I do bear some responsibility f in, like, loving myself. And I am trying to, like, work out and, like, get more fit just because I was always a athlete and I liked that about myself. But I'm trying to just be more confident in being, like, a full-figured, like, hot woman and... I don't know. <laughs> it's like just interesting to what it's like to what you were saying in the sense like I've been both body types. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I've I've kind of always had the exact same body since I was like 12. Like I still have stuff that says my name on the inside of it because I worked a sleepaway camp in 2001. Like I've always had the same body, which is strange because I do have bazongas, but like I you do bazongas. Thank you. Yeah. Thank and you I'm so also much. here. <laughs> <laughs> I do have bazongas, but like uh, when I'm like severely depressed, I lose weight very quickly and people are nicer to me and people treat me better. And I do notice the better treatment oh when God. it is like I'm actively doing that because I like hate myself and I hate my situation, mm -hmm. but I can't help but acknowledge that people treat me better. But then at the same time, give me, give me a mushy tummy and I'll bury my friggin' face in those titties, you know? <laughs> hey, from your mouth to God's ears. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sleep, it, so sleep away camp. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, what happened there? Yeah. What happened? Uh, what are your formative sleepaway camp memories? You know, I used I got boobs a little early, and I thought that that was my value was my like womanly form because mm. I was so young and my boobs were so much bigger than everyone around me that I do feel like I was a little bit too sexually active at sleepaway camp. Okay. Uh, can I can I ask? Was it when you say you were sexually act? Was it like you felt like you had to be, or was it something you wanted to? How did you feel about it? A little bit of both. I felt like that was the way to get people to like me. I see. Like yes. I definitely did blow three best friends, like a little tr a triangle, a little triangle of guys <laughs> that I was like, I'll just give all these guys blowjobs. I gave a lot of blowjobs in high school and whatnot. But then I also would be like, oh, yeah, I'm just like one of those girls. That I Thinking back, I only came out like a year and a half ago, maybe. And thinking back, I'm like, in what world did I not know? Because at sleepaway camp, I was like, yeah, all girls like make out with each other for attention. It was just me and my friend Jordan like in private. <laughs> <laughs> just like feeling each other up and like making out and looking into each other's eyes at like 13. And I was just like. This is for attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the attention of the ghosts that lived in the camp. Well, you know when you like wait till everyone's asleep and then you hold hands and you go behind your bunk and you just kiss really intimately with your eyes open for attention. <laughs> that was what if, me and Jordan. She's now married to a woman. <laughs> Good oh, for her. That's wonderful. Yeah. I think it'd be really, really funny. Happy. <laughs>
How are you doing over there? You doing good? <laughs> she just starts crying. Yeah, absolutely yeah. great. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I never went to sleepaway camp, so I missed out on all of this. Yeah. Really? You would have been. Yeah. You been you? yeah. That's weird. Maybe you would have been gay if you had. Hey, hey, we never. We'll never what know do you mean, now. Would have. <laughs> <laughs> Get we'll him. never know. Get him. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, yeah, I got my first girlfriend at summer camp and it was a lot of like, I honestly like this is so bad. I had so much internalized homophobia that I didn't realize she and I were having sex. Because sure. I was like, to me, it's not real sex. And so when I was like 19, I told my boyfriend I was a virgin. Mm. And then I thought about it. I was like, holy shit. Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really not. <laughs> no, I'm super We were doing not. some gay oh, yeah, shit brother. <laughs> Oh, I, th- I love the idea of like all lesbians like like coalescing for uh, uh, some sort of conference and be like, it was actually all for attention. Yeah. We're all straight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how we all sorry. Just were, this... There are no men anywhere near us, and we all got super intimate. It was for attention. Yeah, and we didn't tell anybody about it for years because it was uh, so internalized. <laughs> yeah, that was for attention to keep it secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. I think sometimes summer camps do like. It, it creates that because they're very like anti boy girl because boy girl is what leads to like lawsuits. Mm-hmm. So they're oh. like, if somebody gets pregnant, like that's a lawsuit, right? So they like keep the like, you know, biological males and biological females sequestered. Mm-hmm. And obviously, most people are a little on a, you know, queer spectrum. So they're just going to start fucking each other. Pretty much everybody I know from summer camp is bi. Well, so the first job that I had out of college, I was only there for like three months. Mm. But in that time, we had a summit, I guess you would call it, in Indianapolis. Hot. (laughs) Sexy time in Indianapolis. But they rented two hotels across the street from each other, one for men and one for women. And if you were seen in the other gender's hotel, you would get fired on the spot, which I'm like... Bro, do they think I can't finger? <laughs> like, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? It was just so heteronormative and psychotic that, like, <laughs> you know where my mind went? I was like sending love notes by a paper plane <laughs> to the window down there. Okay, if I get this angle, fuck it. Okay. Yeah, Lucas is like, men and women have to be in love. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the only way it works out. Yeah. yeah. But it was truly nuts. But I was like making out with this guy, Graham, that I worked with. Hi, Graham. And I'm sure he's an avid listener. And (laughs) I hope he's married as well. I hope he is married. He is married. He lives in Chicago with his wife. They all follow me on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) But we would like meet in the parking garages to make out because we would get fired if we were just in the lobby chit chatting with a coworker of the different, I almost said species. And ain't that the truth, sister? Baby, you know it. Come on. I agree. (laughs) And I'm also here. And I'm also here. Really wild, though. They had, like, crazy rules. You were only allowed, like, seven pieces of jewelry. And that, like, each earring, one, two. Wedding ring, engagement ring, if you had it, three, four. Watch, you're already at five. Like, crazy stuff like that. No visible tattoos. You had to wear heels. Okay, this does not count as jewelry. I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, get (laughs) him. It was just, it was a weird company. Yeah. That's bizarre. And they were like paying you guys, but you couldn't speak to men? Yeah. I mean, I would hardly say they were paying us. Plus it's a Jewish wedding? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I worked at the same summer camp I went to, these girls- up. I know. (laughs) I did do that. And you know what? Here's my dark secret. I would do it again. (laughs) You do, you'd be a counselor there again? Yeah. 
I actually think I might ask them about it. They have like a pro for the most part, counselors need to be there for like eight to four weeks, but they do have one where you can be there for like two weeks and work with 10 to 11 year olds. Oh, I might cool. do that. Okay. That'd be fun. Um, but when I worked there, this girl came up to me and was like, I don't want to like tell you this, but there's an entire bunk where they have like rituals where they're all supposed to make out with each other every single night. And it was like this like gay sex ritual. And then we like have our staff meeting and um, the head of the campus like, you know, we got, there's been some stuff going on this summer, you know, some boy girl stuff. And I was like, man, <laughs> this is the, this is the You issue. don't know how deep this goes. <laughs> yeah. I also love the phrase gay sex rituals because isn't that all it is? That's all, <laughs> all gay sex is rituals. Yeah. That's true. That's why I was always praying to the gods. <laughs> That's why I always had a blood sacrifice. That's why I feel godless every time I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm gonna. I'm gonna prove everyone. I'm gonna prove to everyone that I'm actually bi. I'm gonna have some godless straight sex. I would love summer. that. That's beautiful. Yeah, you could just set up a little chair for me in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be on the camera, I'll be on yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know that I will hook up with comics, but I think that I will hook up with men who don't count as people. I agree mm, with that. Yeah. Yes. Wait, gross. I know, why would I do that? Yeah. It's because you need a palate cleanser. Sure. There's a reason I don't do it. Yeah, fair. I, I feel like I, when I ended my last relationship, I was like, okay, I'm going to be like super gay. Yeah. But then I like just didn't. Go, get as gay as I wanted to. And then you fell in love And with what did boy. that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I met a boy and I was like, oh. And he's nice. He's very nice. He's yeah. a nice guy. He's a nice boy. Yeah. What do you think <laughs> of, uh, what do you think of love, Lucas? I, I think by erasure is love. I think by erasure is love, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Love is love is love is by erasure is love is love is love is love is love. A huge part of being bi is having a boyfriend. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> So I'm kind of like really doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the when you said that most people are on a queer spectrum, I'm like, yeah, a lot of people have boyfriends. It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if I should share this, but I'm going to. Uh, there was a brief period of time before my boyfriend and I were official that we were both dating the same girl. Okay, we just need to process We've that for a moment. We need a moment. With the same girl. <laughs> yeah, truly, I love that song. By the That's way, such a good song. Good song. Oh my god! So, how does she feel about you guys? Not great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're no contact mm. in all directions. Mm. I uh, mm. I imagine she maybe thinks she got you guys together. No, it was like first me and him, then me and her, then her and him. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, oh, God. It was messy. It was I want to really give her messy. a hug. Is she okay? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, say what you want. She's not doing well. And that woman was J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feel old yet? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've said on the podcast before that I'm obsessed with those memes that are like a long winding story about like a woman who like got divorced, ran away from her ex, like tried to sell a book 30 times. And at the end, it's like, that woman was J.K. Rowling. And I feel like I just start saying that all the time. I always go, and that little girl grew up to be LeBron James, everyone. Yeah. Welcome, women. <laughs> I love doing that. I do the same, but Barack Obama. Yeah, Barack Obama, Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. Sure. <laughs> LeBron James, uh-huh. Barack Obama. Foghorn Leghorn. And Foghorn Like, Who was the other one we said? Oh, J.K. Well, obviously you kill J.K. Rowling. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Foghorn Leghorn. Okay, I would... 
absolutely fuck Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. And then I would marry LeBron for the present day power that it wields comparatively. Mm. I also think LeBron is a sexy guy. He has blood on his hands. Whoa. Wait, LeBron killed someone? (laughs) (laughs) No, wait, I'm serious. I missed something. Of the three of them, I think he's the only one that has this. No, Obama has killed quite a few people. It, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> LeBron killed someone. That comes with the territory. Sure. How are you going to be president and not kill someone? Exactly, but that's why I'm saying I don't feel as bad about killing him. Yeah. Okay. A little tit for tat. For sure. For, I okay. would be, but I, I will say, if LeBron killed someone, I'd be so ready to be like, he probably had his <laughs> reasons. Re- that is what you do do that. You def- you like to defend people like that. Murderers? Yeah, a little well, I'm sure he had a good reason. Like, remember when um, Ali O'Neal hooked up with a guy who always brought a gun? And you were like, well, he probably had a good reason. We were like, no, 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 no. Well, we don't know the whole story, do we? I don't know. Maybe he had a gun because he liked to kiss it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's rude to Allie. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You know what, what she's, she's not there good for. enough. Right, you're right. She that's what she's there for. <laughs> to yeah. be kissed. Yeah. That's what she brings to the table. This is what he's Luke, like. You use a vibe. I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Lucas thinks that ever that all straight love is kissing and being in love, and that all women use vibrators, which also isn't true. I'm yeah. an I'm an acoustic girly. Oh, Ooh, mm-hmm. interesting. So there you go. You like to use a gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like to use an acoustic guitar. <laughs> Oh my god. Should we get into listener submissions? Let's I think do it. it's time. Let's um, do it. We have some really fun ones. Okay, great. Oh my god. Yes. We, we got some doozies. Doozies. Yes. Doozies. Uh I got I got one pulled up. Do it. Okay, and this one is a vibrator one. Oh, perfect. And this oh, one boy. this is twisted. Okay, great. This is really twisted. Okay, so uh I recently noticed that my shot glass and vibrator went missing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that I must have misplaced them. Nope, my sister stole my vibrator and shot glass. Mm-hmm. I'm severely uncomfortable as I used it and don't know if my sister used it. I got it back and hit it better. How do I look at my sister the same and confront her about it? I do love that there are two objects, but then the submitter says, my sister used it, I used it. Are we talking the shot glass or the vibrator for the I, using? I hope the vibrator is the thing that's so contentious. Yeah, my sister could use my shot glass if she <laughs> wanted. It is crazy that you that you're like your sister uses your vibrator. You're like my shot glass is there too. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm, what I'm saying. It's like that. Okay, but okay, uh, that just sorry. All I can think of is one time I was talking about how I would love to peg at some point in my life, mm-hmm. and uh, a person we all know was like, uh, "My sister has a strap on," and I just texted her and she said that we could use it if you want to. That's we just right. have to wash it in the dishwasher afterwards. And I was like, "I'm not so much worried about the afterwards <laughs> as the what the fuck did you just ask me?" See, what I've heard from an episode of Broad City is that you can't put that in the dishwasher because it'll uh, yeah. it'll um, it'll it'll warp. Yeah, it'll oh, warp. Well, see, there you have it. Yeah. yeah. But I think you know, you know, it seems like your sister is on a path of exploration and doesn't feel comfortable. Um, getting their own device. Mm -hmm. I would just say, let her have it and get your own. I say, sell it to her. Make money out of the interaction. That's what I I say. I say only give her the shot glass. (laughs) (laughs) 
and be like, you can use this as a vibrator if you want. <laughs> That's so valid. My vibe belongs to me, sis. Just be like, hey, I'm a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I wouldn't want it back. No. And I also would be like, you were in a desperate situation. Clearly. Yeah. It, I mean, it has to be, right? Like, Country yeah. girls make do. Country girls make do. You'd know you were a cow. I was a cow. <laughs> and let me tell you, we cows never stop masturbating. Oh, my. I'd like you to leave. <laughs> hey, get her out of here. Something just collapsed inside me. It's been a nice, it's been a good run. Oh, my God. Do you want to read the next one? Yes, I do. I got it pulled up if you want. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is from an ongoing story from a listener. Sure. Um, we really fucked up this listener's life last time with our advice. Hey, Meerkats, I got a final update on a now ongoing story that you guys influenced the outcome of. So I am the closeted man that is in love with his religious lifelong best friend. Um, I have one final update after the episode that you guys did with Esther. Esther Fallick gave this person some advice. I did some thinking and took her advice to just open up about it to live honestly. So after a day, I called up my friend to see if we can meet up and talk. We went for dinner that night to one of our favorite places, and I explained to him that I was gay and had caught feelings for him. He unfortunately didn't take it well, just got up, paid for his and my food, and walked out. I sat there and cried for an embarrassing amount of time, and I did not hear from him for about a week. Just as I thought it was all over, I got a text from him asking to meet up. It was at his house, so once I was there, he broke down crying, explaining that he didn't want me to see him so unnerved, that he was so scared when I told him because it brought to light his feelings, and he was terrified for what that would mean for us and his religion. I explained that it didn't have to happen immediately, but that with time, he would slowly grow comfortable in his own skin. We then talked about us and decided to take it slow since he was new to all this. But I said we would have to tell his now ex-girlfriend about it and that it wouldn't be fair. She surprisingly took it well, promised to keep our secrets safe from people who might cause us harm, and I am still friendly with her. Me and my best friend have now been dating for a month and a half officially, but have known each other our whole lives. We may not be totally out, but we will make it work. I truly feel that I have found my soulmate. Oh. So I truly am so thankful for the advice you guys have given and hope you continue to help others. Oh my God. Oh see, my God. We didn't fuck it up. <laughs> what a roller coaster of a submission. You see? Oh my God. We do a, th we do a few things right I've every once in a while. I've never been so relieved. And how something turned out because Truly. like it was like initial submission of like this is what our interactions have been. I feel like he like is into me, and then the next one because we responded to that, and he was like, "Yeah, this isn't going well. This really backfired." Oh. And I'm so no, it was initial. Oh, was that different? Was that no? A different it was person? there was two? No, there were two times he wrote to us before the one where he was like, "This didn't go well." Oh yes, okay. the first one was like, "I'm in love with my best friend," but I don't know if he feels the same way. The second one was like. I'm in love with my best friend. We went camping together. Yes. We like cuddled naked. I was conflating those two But together. I still don't know if he likes me. The third one was him being like, I told my best friend and he didn't take it well. And now he doesn't speak to me anymore. And we were like, I'm sorry. We are not licensed. Like we give terrible advice. Uh. And then the fourth one was this. So we're relieved that it actually happened. Yeah, oh super relieved. I was very nervous about the reaction from the friend initially. But at the same time, like... I don't know. It's a huge risk because a crush is like nothing yeah. more than a lack of information. Like Ooh. it's excitement based off of a lack of information. So if Whoa. you tell someone that you have feelings for them and they don't reciprocate, it's probably because you didn't have the full picture more than anything. Whoa. So are you saying that like 
it's a, a true cru- or like a true connection is when it's reciprocated. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't think oh, yeah. I think that's true. Like I, I think like you can't be in love alone. No, that that's very true. Yeah, yes. and like a crush is when you're filling in the blanks of the questions that you have, mm. whereas love mm. is they're telling you the answers. You're seeing them in real time. So like, it's if that if your listener had told their friend how they felt and their friend was like angry and shocked it's because they made assumptions about their friend that weren't the case of what that person was capable of in this state of their mm. life this is very wise thank you i like this a lot i'm actually super wise and i watch a lot of tiktok so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is basically reading which is and basically reading now she's gonna tell you about the planets because yeah. they're they're moving the planets are moving is this about my brother is that what we're <laughs> referencing <laughs> i was i was referencing witch talk but oh yes astronomy is basically witch talk a- astronomy I can't remember which one's astronomy and which one's astrology, if I'm being honest. <laughs> They're both correct. <laughs> They're, both correct. <laughs> They're both real. If I'm That's... being honest, I took one of them as a college course, and I, and I hope it was the right one. <laughs> I don't think you took astrology as a college course. It was Penn State, so I might have. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to Penn State. A ton of shade to Penn shade State. Shade to Penn State. Shade to Penn State. Remember when yeah. you gave out your father's address? <laughs> Minute 14, please. <laughs> Great student body Penn State has. Great alum. I owe them $200,000. Still. Still. Don't pay it. I I haven't. No, don't do it. No. Don't do it. It's a suggestion. Okay, so the last one. Yes. uh, We would like your help on this. Oh, please. Yes. Okay, so... Hello, uh, host and other host. I listened to the episode where you guys asked for a fan fiction about yourselves. Oh, sure. She's going to read this one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also the one where an AI submitted a story. I had an idea to combine the two and write an AI-generated cheesy love story about you both. So without further ado, here it is. Okay, so... So it's a two-parter. Yeah, it's a screenshot here, screenshot over here. So this is number one. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Reading. Um... (laughs) Lucas and Gabby were two of the most popular comedians in the world. (laughs) They were also secretly in love with each other, but too shy to admit it. We're really shy. We're very shy. (laughs) That's the part that's crazy about this. Not the most popular comedians in the world. (laughs) That's realistic. Right, right, right. Um, AI's getting too powerful, actually, because that's really real. Yeah. Go on. One day, they were at a comedy festival performing their stand-up routines when a huge storm hit. Lucas and Gabby found themselves stranded in a small, cozy cabin in the middle of nowhere. As they sat by the fire, sharing jokes and stories, Lucas couldn't help but notice how beautiful Gabby looked in flickering light. Gabby caught him staring and blushed, quickly turning away. But Lucas couldn't hold it in any longer. He grabbed Gabby's hands and said, Gabby, I've been meaning to tell you this for a long time. I love you. Gabby's eyes widened, and she couldn't believe what she was hearing. Lucas, I love you too, she exclaimed, throwing her arms around him. They kissed passionately. Do it. (laughs) Their hearts racing with excitement. They knew they had found their soulmate in each other. Then they had sex so hard, they broke the house. Broke the houses in all caps. <laughs> AI generated one of my jokes. That's incredible. Oh my God, I love that so much. Fr- uh, we're still going. Oh, keep going. From that moment on, Lucas and Gabby were inseparable. Mm. They went on tour together. <laughs> I love the idea that that's what it would take. <laughs> that's the that's the mountaintop of a relationship. <laughs> but wait, I love this. Performing go on, go. their own routines, but always making time for each other. That's it's beautiful. one or the other. On their days off, they would go on long walks in the park, holding hands and talking about their dreams and aspirations. 
One day, Lucas surprised Gabby by taking her to a baseball game. That's very nice. That's pretty good. Gabby had always loved baseball, but Lucas had never really understood the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, drag his ass. AI said, I used to play baseball. <laughs> nope. AI Not said, according to this. <laughs> Oh my Call God. Me a slur, fuck. God damn. Oh but my as God. they sat in the stands, Lucas found himself getting more and more into it. He cheered and yelled, high fiving Gabby every time their team scored a run. After the game, they went out for dinner at a fancy restaurant. As they sat across from each other, Lucas realized how lucky he was to have found such an amazing partner in life and in comedy. He took Gabby's hand and said, Gabby, you are the best thing that has ever happened to me. I promise to make you laugh every day for the rest of our lives. Gabby smiled and leaned in for a kiss. I know you will, Lucas, she said. I love you. And so <laughs> Lucas and Gabby continued to make each other laugh and love each other more every day. <laughs> they knew they were meant to be together forever and nothing could tear them apart. The end. P.S. I'm a longtime listener and I love the pod. <laughs> I like to think AI said that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so lovely. That was a, I do love that there a was nice a dig story. that like you can't possibly know sports <laughs> in that. <laughs> Lucas had never really understood it before. That was so funny. That was so funny. <laughs> I just love the idea that we would have to have sex for us to go on tour. <laughs> AI <laughs> hey, said, "Do shit where you eat." <laughs> it's the oh, only way shit where you to eat. get ahead. Oh yeah. my god! Do you no, have any other takeaways from that story? Thank you for reading it. So yeah, beautiful. for sure. Thank you. you did amazingly. Thank you. I still love that we broke the house. It was so. Yeah, that that's was my gorgeous. Favorite, that's my favorite oh, yeah. detail. Yeah. I'm, oh yeah, they broke the They broke the house. I'm so I'm so honored that they would. I I can't believe AI would incorporate one of my favorite jokes. AI is getting really good. Really smart. And AI. he's a fan of my work. AI is a fan of your work, which shows that it's really becoming unregulated. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking our jobs, and our jobs are being fans of you. Yeah, that's true. Have you true. thought about that? <laughs> have you considered that? And it is I a have, job, because it's, like it's more hard. <laughs> Tell me about it, brother. <laughs> I'm on the My Fave is Innocent show, and I'm like, should I just defend myself? <gasps> that's actually really iconic. That's really funny. Yeah. I want to be like, yes, I do think all umbrellas are gay. What is my explanation? I don't fucking care. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't bored until the until the punchline was why I don't care. Well, what do you th do? You think umbrellas are straight? Yeah. No, I think umbrellas are gay, but it's because like first of all, it's mostly wrist. Yes. Second of all, it's like okay, it's wet relax that's gay mm -hmm. yes yeah. and it's mostly hair protection which is gay which is gay yeah i, I will say uh that i did see this joke done on like a, a comedy show once where it was like it was like it was like it deciding if objects were gay or straight and a woman said uh is uh, is an umbrella gay or straight and it's and she said it was straight because it keeps you from getting wet Mm. Okay, well, I think mine's better because I actually believe what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, but you had yeah, okay. no explanation at all. <laughs> well, because how, how do you explain away the objective truth? Sure. There, there's so much science. <laughs> yeah. It's, there's honestly so What does your brother say? Science. The meteors and the Yeah, that's what motions. he says. He says the meteors and the motions. And I'm like, go <laughs> <Yeah>. off, Daniel. <laughs> you want his address? Yes. Oh, yeah, please. I wouldn't know he's never invited me over, but he lives in Jersey City. <laughs> oh, okay. What? Which part? I, I wouldn't know. Oh, damn it. I, I want to say Newport. Just dox everyone you've ever met right yeah. now. Um, mm, 
my best friend lives off of that's where i used to live oh really yeah, yeah. okay well there you go yeah, wow not, not this one not, not this friend. one that, no. so that's minute I know. 74 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, uh, should we go? Should we the do the final segment? segment? Let's, Let's do, do it. The final segment. Are you familiar with the final segment? I've only seen clips of your podcast. I only okay. listen to true crime. If I'm being honest, that's I and we respect. Hey, and that's a good choice. Thank you. Um, Does it protect you? No, I listen to it to go to sleep, and then I'm like, why did I have so many nightmares? <laughs> <laughs> On the plus side, you're a good listener. I absolutely am a good listener. You're a good listener. All right, so the final segment. It's called a self-perception corner where we ask our guests to say how they believe they are perceived by other people. And then we say how we actually perceive you. Okay. Uh, on stage or in life? In life. I actually think maybe on stage and in life is the same for me, unfortunately. Which All I, the world's a stage. Yes, exactly. And I'm so fucking authentic. No, sure. I don't know. Uh, I do think that I'm perceived as like, a, like silly but slightly mean little slut with dark opinions Ooh, interesting with like mm. with jew <laughs> as a denominator <laughs> like that's all of the jew. numerator and jew is the denominator you know yeah. what i mean i see what you're saying i completely disagree i don't see you as jewish thank you <laughs> jake Letizia thinks i'm italian he fundamentally disagrees that i'm jewish <laughs> <laughs> And he's kind of the mayor of Italy, so I... Yeah, <laughs> he is. Yeah. He designates yeah. if you're Italian or not. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So, okay, for me, what I would say is I don't see you as having a dark streak to you. I see you as having a very bubbly personality, actually. What? Yeah, really? I, 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 yeah. Seriously. That's so nice. Yeah. I think. <laughs> No, yeah, you're very, you're very friendly. You're you're always you're you. I always get like a positive vibe from you. That's always up and and yeah. Well, can I be honest? Yeah. I think part of what makes me think that I have a dark streak is I'm very nice to the people I like, and I happen to really like you. Oh, thank so you. I think if you were someone else, you would maybe think differently. Mm, but thank you, that's very nice. Okay. Yeah. Wait, because okay, so if you didn't like me, how would you like interact with me? I, I'm very dismissive of people yeah. that I don't like. I'm very mama bear, like loyal to a fault, like it, it, unearned loyalty in a lot of directions but like there's people that i i have gone up to and been like i literally have never listened to a single word that you've ever said and i've said that to their face that's awesome yeah that's i wish i had the confidence to say that that's i was awesome. drunk and i was mad at the person Ooh, that's sure. a good combo yeah yeah i think i see the dark streak in your comedy and yeah. i love that shit and it makes me like really admire you as a comedian because I'm like I love I love watching like weird shit play out on stage like I'm obsessed with it. Um, I feel like in terms of like knowing you off stage, I feel like the first couple times I saw you was always like on stage. Like for some reason we like mm -hmm. didn't always interact at mics, but when I finally interacted with you, yeah, I got this sense of like you're just like so in love with everyone in your life. And like that was, I think, my first impression of you. And I always love that in people. Thank I'm like, you. I'm like, why would you choose to hang around with people you hate? Why wouldn't you choose to hang around with people you love? Yes, mm. I'm very tribe based. Yes. Uh, another thing that I didn't have the words to express, but I do now, is that I you I have never been in a situation with you where you didn't add energy to it. Yes, I I second that. Okay, this yes. is so nice. Literally, all I want to be is well liked and energetic. Yeah. I, I mean, you are. I think Thank that you. I, Indeed, yeah. I've certainly never met anyone in comedy who doesn't have just like the most rave reviews of you. And I was like taking a cute little park walk with Meredith um, 
to talk about our breakup and yeah. um she I was, have another bottle of beaver kill <laughs> <laughs> i need more cream. i wouldn't do that to meredith i would to you though i yeah. need more cream <laughs> um <laughs> Anyway, she was. We were talking about how we um, both love each other because we feel like we're both very like obsessed with comedy. Like that's one big reason. And Meredith was like, "Oh, sure, she's like that too. Like she's like a real like shark with comedy, and she loves it, and she makes herself better at it all the time." And I like got that vibe from you. Thank so, you. That's yeah. very nice. I do yeah. feel like it is the only thing I have going on in my life. <laughs> I am actively on the clock at my job right now. Yeah, <laughs> and you came here early, and yeah. I came here early, and it took me forty-five minutes to get here. So, <laughs> thank you for coming. Thank you so much for my coming. My pleasure. Please plug and promote anything you have going on in the near future. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to follow me, I'm just Shosh Broad. S H O S H B R O D. Um, and I have a monthly show on the second Saturday of every month called Hound Dog at Pine Box Rock Shop, which is a lovely place to come out as bye to your dad. Speaking from personal experience. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Awesome. Sometimes he shows up. Um, and he's hot, and I'll tell you where he lives. Can I come out as bye to your dad? <laughs> he would love that. Yeah, okay. Sure, yeah. I'm doing it. He does erase bisexuality, though. Oh, but, oh I, good. but I need that. I yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't want to so be... I'm so glad to hear. Well, only by accident, because he was like, okay, so do you have a girlfriend? And I was like, no, I actually have a boyfriend. And he was like, okay, so you're not bi. <laughs> I was like, well, if you knew the guy. <laughs> Listen, I knew I liked him. <laughs> I don't want to be known or perceived, so... <laughs> okay, sure. That's, like, something interesting about bi erasure is, like, I recognize that it is annoying for other people, but for me, like, I would like my whole personality erased. I don't want anyone to know anything about me. Even from this podcast, I want everyone to listen to the podcast, and then I immediately want everyone to eternal sunshine themselves and forget everything I said. I'm going to. As we said, yeah. I don't make memories. Beautiful. <laughs> um, I've already forgotten this. I've got my murder mystery show that I've started with uh, Divya Guna Sacred, and we're going to have our next one um, hopefully soon. And then I'm starting another show Whoa. with former Meerkats guest Claire C. Mikowski. I love this. Um, I will not explain the concept of the show yet, because I think it's we'll good. Oh, you'll rock love it. Brooklyn. Comedy, it. but it's called okay but are you sure <gasps> oh i'm so afraid of claire so that makes me excited i'll tell you i'll tell you off camera okay. oh yeah, yeah yeah um for me do i okay i i have shows coming up by the time this uh episode comes out uh, i don't so i will say go see everyone who's ever been a guest on this podcast and, and book Lucas on them. your shows yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah word yeah go see everyone all at the same time yeah yes yes you guys should do a live show we, i think, oh, yeah, we we, I think we're i think we're gonna show, do one yeah. that's yeah. great yeah well, thank Hell you for yeah. being on. Thank Thanks you for so having much. Me. Are there any final words you want listeners to take away and kind of integrate into their lives forever? Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. I've been planning this. Um, I do think what's most important to keep in mind is that it's okay to uh, occupy space and be a bitch. Ooh, I like Just that. not physically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Just also like don't bother anyone. Don't bother do anyone. It. Yeah. Oh wait, is this episode coming out in two days? Yes. Oh, oh, I do have shows. Yay. I do actually have shows. Yeah. Oh, no. he's booked now. Yeah. Now. now he's okay. You see so what I did there? So don't see everyone that's ever been on this the This is how you get the last word. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. On uh, men. Tuesday, May 16th, 8 p.m., Queens is Alive. It's a 420-friendly show at the Be Here Loft. And then... Whoa, uh, marijuana? Oh, Ew. hey. Bro, that's so sick. The devil's lettuce, we do it. I like drinking a lot, and I don't <laughs> like smoking. Yo, alcohol is cool, man. Alcohol is sick. You alcohol should do it on so MTV cool. for My Super Sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> hope your parents don't watch this. That's psychotic. I'm sorry. I also was making out with Joey Barzalato, who say it with me. Is married now. Yeah. <laughs> hey. yeah. 
Barzolato, if that's not an indicative of the rest of my sexual Barzolato, prowess. Barzolato, yeah. yeah. That's, ju- that's why Letizia was right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm also on um, uh, Art Kai, Caleb Clark, and Hayden Arrington's show, which is Wednesday. Uh, uh, the 17th at 7 p.m. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got it. At... Uh, Oh, something jerk. I can't remember. Yes. Fly patty or something. Circle, Circle jerk. jerk. Circle jerk. Yeah. yeah. I Off camera, I'll tell you why I know all about that show and why I'm so angry at you. Art, you know what you did. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. You.